0: The leader of uh, Women Forward, a political party that uh, puts at the center of its membership. Women. We're going to hear a little bit more about the party. The reason why I was so interested about this is because it's very, very rare that you hear about a political party that is specifically about women and women's issues. And uh, tonight I'm joined by the president of the organization, Women Forward, and her name is Nana Ngobese Ngumalo. Uh Mom Nana, thank you very much for joining us. I really appreciate your time.
1: I also appreciate being invited. Thank you.
0: So the Women Forward um, Political Party has been around since 2007. How come we haven't heard so much about it?
1: 2008 it was. 2008, Um, yeah. Yes, that's right. Uh, And we ran in 2009. uh, But the environment uh, in which we were running in 2009 was absolutely, absolutely, uh, what do you call that? I don't know what to call it. It was quite strange. It was change of hand uh, from uh, President Mbegi to President Zuma.
2: Oh, okay. That, that, so well. that environment, yes.
1: And, yeah, it was quite um, tenuous. So it was very difficult to run at that time. But we had to do it because I think it was important you know, for us to make a statement about what was happening then, um, following the, the the issue of crazy and all the other things that we've yes. before because I think we were beginning to lose it. And many people were not aware that we're going going left regarding women's issues. Uh, So I thought at that time it was important for us to make a statement.
0: Why would it have been difficult for you in that very antagonistic, very um, confrontative time for the ANC, um, why would it have been difficult for your party to have run at that time I, i'm I'm a little confused
1: no, if you remember very well the change of hands in two, from two thousand and seven to to the um the zuma era yes. on its own without even moving forward was a very um difficult time uh the country was highly divided if you remember very well uh the tensions are very high in the country um just that transition, if you remember very well. And uh, for us, as Women Forward, I think when that tension actually happened, it said to us, why should women have, even on their own, even within the ANC, they could have actually done something as women to make a statement that we are not on either camp. We could have been on our own. Remember, women are 52% voters, or then there were 52% voters even on the voters' roll. And I thought, or some of us thought, well, they could have snapped both men and chosen themselves. Um, but we're disappointed they didn't. So we decided to agree women it. But, but
0: but, but, at the time, was Women Forward a standalone party independent of the ANC, or was it at the time somehow affiliated no, to the ANC?
1: It's always been independent of the ANC. Um, it's start was uh, independent of the ANC because we realized that women within those parties, not just the, within parties, don't have, um, they don't have a voice as we think they, 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 they can have. Uh, so we decided that women on their own can, um, and we know that they will uh, make a difference in, in voicing women's um, um, agenda uh, outside the normal political parties.
0: Okay. Again, and I don't want to belabor this, I, I, but I, I do need to clarify what is a little bit confusing in my mind. Sure, there was tension within the ANC. Some people might say that, well, the tension and the acrimony was within the ANC, not necessarily in the country. But I, I get where you're going. But why would that that tension during that time not have worked in your favor as a political party that is independent of the ANC?
1: Um, very small, Uh very small. Resourceless, less and um, even well, i would, i don't blame the media remember when you when you do controversial things you, you are more um given attention you know yes. even at the time but we're just too small i mean uh, like many small parties when you start you don't you don't even feature anywhere and we are really appreciative this time around that we have social media we are getting a bit of coverage and all of those things and even right now we are still called a small party but as you, as as the party grows and it gets known, uh, people, you know, start listening to your message.
0: Was it because you were hoping to get some of your your membership from the ANC? Um, uh, could that be part of the reason why the ANC's difficulties in the 2008 time period uh, was perhaps problematic for you? Was it because some of your uh, membership would have come from the ANC women's league
1: no not necessarily um, I, I think by that time i think we were aware that um, the, the, the the agenda for women uh, was 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 moving in a different direction we, we we were quite aware of the fact that there were many other uh, women who were outside uh, the the political mainstream who who were willing to actually have uh, Their voice heard in an, on another platform. Yes. And I think Women Forward presented that opportunity for them to come on board. Is this a,
0: is this a, a kind way of suggesting that the ANC Women's League has become irrelevant w- with regards to issues that have to do with uh, women?
1: Uh, I think within itself, I think it does have its own purpose and I'm not the right person to actually speak to that. But what we are aware of is that Many women's issues are not easily addressed within parties, the norm, the mainstream parties. Which is why then we decided to actually have uh, a, a platform that sits outside the mainstream political parties, so that the women agenda is the only one we have.
0: We'll talk a little bit about the footprint of Women Forward and its size and uh, its gaining, its, its 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 you know its uh, its popularity. But Mm -hmm. I want to talk a little bit about yourself. I mean, you have a very, very long history with the African National Congress. In fact, your grandfather was a president of uh, the African National Congress, one of the very few Nobel Prize uh, winners. Um, uh, And he was... Um, somebody that was considered to be one of the most principled leaders of the African Congress and in general the liberation movement of uh, the people of South Africa. Why did you not want to work within the... ANC. I mean, uh, the ANC is an established party. It has a pretty well-known women's league. The issues that you raise about women could they not have been risen within the uh, ANC? Given your record, your pedigree, your family's record and pedigree in the ANC, why did you choose to break away?
1: Um, breaking away is, is, is I think, is a is a very um, difficult word for me to actually use. I would actually say we created a platform where some of the principles we are talking about, the issues of making sure that the women's voice is heard, were going to be honoured. What was actually happening within uh, the parties that you're actually mentioning, the ANC, and then we're beginning to see the women's voice uh, dwindling. I mean, the crazy event for me was a a very big issue, in that um, if we started seeing the very same leadership we are talking about within the party doing what I think, because we're totally unaligned with what my grandfather would have actually stood for, you started realizing that maybe it's not the same type of ANC that we all grew up believing. Are you referring and to
0: President Jacob Zuma sleeping with Kwezi?
1: Well, that's what it was at the time, and it gave us a shock, you know, some of us, and it's amazing how people have actually forgotten uh, that and I think it gave us an idea of what was going to be happening uh, from there on regarding how women were going to be treated. Um, let let, let uh, me let me be
0: a little bit more specific, uh, uh, Sisnan. Yeah. Were you disappointed with the fact that President Jacob Zuma had slept with somebody that had considered him his father uh, or he, that he should have considered a daughter or were you concerned or uh, angered by the allegations of rape whether he was then acquitted of those or not is is a later uh, issue what was it that made you uh feel that this is not the anc that represented your grandfather's values
1: everything around that issue everything allegations and every when you are a leader let me just point it like that when you are a leader Allegations like that should be as far away from you as possible. Worse still, if it is somebody who is your child. Worse still, if it's somebody who has entrusted to you by a friend to have looked after. So all of those things for us, or for me in particular, actually said there's something missing in that that said maybe by doing, we went forward, we're making a statement that said we distance ourselves from such acts. Ex- in a way that says, if this is where the ANC is going, then can we please have another platform where we'll have more time addressing what needs to be addressed than dealing with the issues that they needed to deal with within the party.
0: What did you make of the ANC's ANC Women's League's reaction to that episode?
1: I would not comment on that one. All I will say is that it was very disappointing to us um, in that we felt totally unprotected. No matter what the circumstances were, women, I, I believe women within the AAC could have done better by protecting at least the person we felt was vulnerable in the bigger scheme of things. But then when she was left alone and sent to exile yet again, because she was exiled again, left, she was forced to leave the country because she could not stay here. For us, it was a real, real disappointment that they could
0: not stand up for her. How big is the Women Forward movement or political party? And other than the, I suppose, close heritage it has with the ANC, through yourself and many other people that I imagine are involved in it, uh, what, how, how big is it and, and what are the issues that it actually stands for? Uh, politically speaking, in terms of policy, in terms of posture, in terms, what does it really stand for?
1: The biggest one, to, to be honest, because that's, that's the fundamental one. No matter what else we do, it is it is premised on the fact that you know the things in the country have gone so wrong that I think we need to stand up and 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 take a, a another look at ourselves even as women, contributing towards um, community development. What is happening in the country, I think, needs more than government in, in actually sorting out what what's going on. The levels of poverty that are there, teen pregnancies, um, the, the the unemployment of women, rural development that's not happening as, as, as quickly as it should. All of those things, I think, need women leadership to start waking up and say, you know, Um, even before apartheid, and I always say this, not because I'm not appreciative of what has happened since then, but I know that when we were growing up, during apartheid times, most of the the work was done within communities themselves. We didn't have grants. We didn't have all the things that we assume we have now. And the the communities held together. There is something that held us together that I believe is lost. To our uh, our understanding, it says, if we're to grasp even 10% of what we, we lost, yes. I think we're, we're going to begin uh, creating a fundamental, uh, what do you call it, a foundation on which we can recapture, you know, who we are. Ubuntu was, was something that was not even talked about. It happened. Um, we had very little about rape. We didn't have... And very few people were stealing from one another we could walk the streets uh, without, you know. There's just so many things that have turned upside down that we say we have to take another hard look at ourselves and say, "Women, can you not stand up now and do something about it?" Because what oh, is Pugula. You know what Bulula is, as women.
3: Yes. You, stand
1: up and, you know, you, you you say, you know what? I think I have to face this thing head on, and we're yes. challenging all of us. And we know when mothers stand, everybody does. Yes. Because mothers tell it as it is. They will tell you the truth. They will actually speak from their heart and say, this is how we think things can be done from here onwards. Therefore, that's the fundamental community development. What went wrong? Now, on... on, on sorry?
0: What went wrong? I mean, what is your fundamental analysis I, I, of the reason I, I, why I, I, we have this yeah. these difficulties, the things that you are um, uh, describing? And uh, I wouldn't, I can't disagree with you. The the loss of that yeah, yeah, uh, of that yeah. community feel, the the loss of a, a sense of taking responsibility for our own destiny, even though there were very few and little resources. What is it that caused that the the corruption the 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 you know the corruption that you've um uh, expressed around um, older men e- exploiting their daughters it's almost an incestuous sort of uh, relationship what went wrong is my question what is your in your analysis is the reason for why we are where we are right now
1: my, my take is that what happened in 1994 fooled us into thinking that uh, whatever we got at that time, we, we were going to replace whatever we had completely with what we thought we got, if you understand. All the other things that came, like our constitution, which is absolutely the best in the world, uh, the way we run government. It, I think, was not sit- sitting on top of the values that we actually had. We decided to replace one with the other. And somewhere there's a disjoint between who we were, let me put it like that, who we were before and what, we, what it is that we took after 1994. And we failed to glue them together. So what actually happened is that we got excited, I think, with, uh, with the, what, what we call democracy. And I don't think we completely understood what it was, in that when our leaders were no longer in a, a, a validated at the community level, they moved, the ones we actually had were at parliament far away. We started looking for affirmation outside our communities. And that disempowered us. We we're not away. And all of that was replaced with a grants, obviously with some of the rights, which we still don't understand up to today. A lot of the things still have to be reviewed for us to actually see where we went wrong regarding where we were like like what Nana, we are what, today. what
0: what were some of the things that need to be reviewed that are let, present now
1: let me let me make a, a, an interesting example Yes we didn't have france we didn't have France right yes but we were not hungry <laughs> we were not hungry we we didn't use words. Like poverty so easily. Because what people did was that we used to we used to go and do our own veggies, even in the township. I remember my mother had a little garden where we used to do our beetroots, carrots, and all the other things. We didn't have to buy all of those things. The same happened with other households, if you understand.
0: Yeah, so well, some people have argued that... Uh Poverty is big business, <laughs> you know. As uh, it's not. No, but I
1: believe you. Yeah. I believe you. I'm, so, I'm, 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 I, I will never argue with yeah, you. Yeah,
0: yeah. I never argue with you because you can see it right now. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 some people, as 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 I was saying, that argue that, yeah, that's where you get to get a salary from Parliament if you come out and you say that you are fighting for the poor the blacks and so forth. Mm. That is big business because obviously if you say the right things and uh, taking a cue from what you said earlier that if you are controversial enough, uh, then you will, you will attract the spotlight of the cameras and the attention of the country. Uh, and uh, if you say all of the right things about poverty, poor and black people, it's good business because it obviously gets you into parliament. You get to earn a nice salary for five years uh, and, um, and uh, you know that's how it goes. Would you agree with that?
1: Let me tell you one thing. Um, our take is that our leaders have to come from the communities where they come from so that they are held accountable right there where they come from. Our hope is that as time goes, our system is going to change such that, that five years does not, the person doesn't even have to make five years. Meaning, if you don't do what you're supposed to be doing as a leader in that community, people charge you out. Yeah, but, but
0: but but you know as well as I do, Sisana, that the electoral system as it stands at the moment is such that uh, you don't really have much of a chance of uh, being of getting to parliament, staying in parliament, if you aren't represented by a particular political party.
1: So I. But let me tell, yeah? let me tell you something very interesting. Right now, that is being challenged. There is already a case right there in Cape Town by the, 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 the parties. Not 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 at not at municipal level right now. Mm-hmm. At national and provincial level that's challenging exactly that because it's totally unconstitutional that people should be represented by the people who don't come from their own areas. So there is a move towards doing that and there are people already to, talking towards that even um if I remember very well and I, I hope I'm not misquoting her, um Dr. Brigelia Baum, the, the former IC chair herself she's already saying we should be moving towards a system that allows people to choose their own leaders. And I think it's very important to know, rather, the people to actually even stand as independent at provincial and national level. So there's a debate going there, and I don't think it will last long. It will be long before we actually move towards something like that.
0: In if fact, we in fact, we've, we've, we've been having that conversation this week. It's very even interesting. Even if it's a mix of yeah. the
1: two systems, yeah. I yeah. think it will actually get there sooner than later. Yeah. Let, let,
0: let, me, let, let me move on to your membership. Uh, Are there any men that are part of Women Forward?
1: Oh, yes. We have plenty. We have plenty of men who are part of Women Forward. How
0: big is Women Forward?
1: I I wish I could tell you, because right now we're not talking membership. We're talking about getting votes. Uh, We are in six provinces, and we're running at national level. Um, Yeah, we don't have membership that is actually steady at the moment, and we'll build a membership once we get to once you get uh, votes, both uh, at provincial and
0: national level. My producers, when talking to me about you, said to me that Nanango uh, Besa said some very interesting things. In fact, some of those things are controversial, and uh, I'm going to read some of the things that are attributed to you, and I'd like for you to comment on that. Uh, I actually think, I quote, I actually think rapists should be executed. But castration is the second best. Rape is the worst of all crime. And this is a a mess, I mean, a, 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 an, uh, yeah a quote attributed to you you said i actually think rapists should be executed but castration is second best rape is the worst of all crime at the moment the law response is pitiful being raped is a lifelong tra- trauma that damages every part of your life in more ways than you can imagine first of all are these utterances yours do you believe that uh, people should be uh, rapists should be executed or castrated and and, and what is wow. the thinking behind that
1: well, uh, knowing that I can't get my first wish in South Africa because of our constitution, I think, like I said, the second best option is to cast rape. And, um, and I do believe 100% that we have to be very drastic in our measures to address the issue of rape in this country. We have been very soft on those rapists, And I'm talking about serial rapes because somebody actually said in one case, what if we're making a mistake that somebody raped? Uh, maybe somebody lied to say that person raped them. I said, well, maybe it's just one instance, but the minute a person is a serial rapist, for me, I think it actually says something, it, that person needs a lot of help. And what
0: what, what, what? Was this your entrance into sensational politics? You said earlier uh, that uh, in order for you to get noticed by the media, by, by society, you've got to do something slightly controversial. Do you regard this as perhaps your tool, your vehicle into those kinds of politics?
1: Well, I don't think there's there anything sensational about this. I think it actually makes a lot of sense. Yes. This, this has been a problem that's been going on forever. And we cannot foot the issue of rape in this country anymore, considering the numbers of yes. rape in this country. The president today actually uh, quoted statistics that are unbelievable. Yes. I don't think... We- if that number on its own is not sensational, I don't see why a response to it should be
3: sensational. You're, you're referring to
0: a, the specialised sexual offences courts that the president exactly. was yes, was launching today. Let me ask, yes. let me ask let me ask this fundamental question not only to you but to our listeners and maybe they can be part of the conversation on o double one eight eight three o seven o two or o two one double four six o five six seven. My guest is uh, Nana Ngobese Numalo. She is the president of Women Forward. An organization that has as its its central focus the women of this country. Uh, I'd be interested to find out from you, do you believe that the castration or perhaps even the execution, maybe the execution would stop rapists. yeah? But do you think that the castration of a rapist would stop a serial rapist? Give me a call. I'd love to hear from you on 011-883-0702 the reason why i'm asking you that question sis is that some have said due to certain studies that the crime of rape is not necessarily a crime of sexual desire that it is more of of the of the exercising of violent power over its victim and choosing sex because it is aimed at trying to humiliate the person at the most private level possible Uh, and that if the idea is to castrate you are missing the point because somebody can rape without necessarily using their own genitalia uh, and therefore to castrate would not actually be dealing with the problem how do you respond to that
1: you know i would actually say can you please cross that bridge when you get to it because my belief is that we won't even have to castrate more than 10 people for us to make the point only three will be enough it, it for me it actually uh, it actually says there's something that has to stop for us maybe to deal with what you're talking about um we can't have nine year olds who are impregnated by their stepfathers and let them get away with it we can't have babies being raped and then you tell us you tell us that we we cannot actually find measures to arrest that surge, at least that one alone. Sure, I but, but but but
0: are, are you are you saying to me that the the very real problem that you've just um, uh, described is going to be solved by castration? So,
3: in other words, no, what I'm I, what, saying, what, 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 no, what I'm saying. Yeah?
1: I'm saying. Yes. I'm saying. I'm just saying something that says to me common sense. Yes. If the examples are set, yes,
3: three or four. Yes.
1: And they are publicized. Yes. My theory is that the numbers are not going to increase. They are going to decrease.
0: But what, what, what informs that theory, I suppose, is the question but I'm my asking. My
1: theory of the fact that it is actually used as a deterrent for people to think twice before they start making that. And right now, nobody thinks twice. They go ahead and do things anyway. Sure.
0: But, remember, uh, remember uh, but, but it, it still doesn't do answer my question, you. Sisnan. My, my, que- my question is, and maybe I'm putting it wrongly, I agree with you that we need to find a sustainable way of stopping the scourge of the existence of rape in our society. Absolutely agree with you. My question to you is how do you, as women forward, come to the conclusion that that is going to be stopped by the act of castration, whether it's chemical. And by the way, I perhaps need to ask that question. What sort of castration are we talking
1: about? Well... Not, not the wine, not the chemical, one. I think it's too
3: expensive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: it's too expensive. I mean, what's the point? Because after three months, we have to do the same. For us, it's to make the point. There are too many people who have died. You know, that what you call soul death. You know yes, of course. To it, yes. they are not dead for but, us to just keep on going as if nothing has actually happened. Sure, but but but, but
0: but but still you're not answering my question. How so do you li- how I do you answer. link how d- how do you link the castration with its chemical or as manual as you believe it needs to happen? How okay. does that make you come to the conclusion that that is okay. what will stop the scourge of rape? Because we agree let about
1: let me, uh, let, let me answer it differently yeah. maybe. You know, there is something in the, even in the Bible that says if your hand is a problem, you are stealing, they touch your hand. Right? Yes. Okay. Whether well, that stops the thief or not, but it stops others from not wanting to steal because they know they are going to lose a hand.
0: So the same principle is obviously... <laughs> Then
1: we uh, can can certainly try, but we cannot sit and watch things continue as if nothing is actually happening.
0: But some might argue that you are being reactionary. In other words, you are you're being emotional about the Yes.
1: If it it is going to stop it, it is going to reduce the numbers. Then maybe it's worth trying. But But, but how
0: do we know that it is going to? See the, the the question that I'm asking you is that in
1: life, let me let me just tell you something. Yes. In life you try something. You remember, even women forward there's nothing that said to as it was going to work, but it says let's try something. Yes. In life you try things for you to see what the consequences are going to be. But if you don't do anything, you continue wishing for a different outcome, using the same method and you wish something changes so further down the line and you don't try other avenues, then I think there's something very wrong.
0: In a a society. societyu is, is huh? my guest she is president of women forward uh she's not interested in chemical castration she's no. looking for the other form of castration and okay. I can see all sorts of men cringing as they listen to this particular <coughs> conversation o double one eight eight three oh seven o two what do you what do you make of this would love to hear from you um and the organization is called uh Women forward. Let's take a few calls, Nana from Winston in uh, a- Annadale. Hi, Winston. Hi, Aubrey. Yes, I think I uh, agree
2: fully yeah. that uh, the punishment must for the crime. Yes. So I was, I was wondering who to vote for all along, and now I've got the party to vote for because these other politicians just lie and lie and lie, and at least we've got someone we can vote for now.
0: Nanangobese of women forward is your choice for the eighth of May, hey Winston? Yes, sir. 100%. Interesting. Castrate them, says Winston. Bongani isn't so way too high. Hi, okay. Yeah, hi Bongani, go yeah. ahead. Yes,
2: sir. Uh, I just have a question for Miss Lady. Yes. Uh yeah, well my question is based on the social media that the social networks that uh there are people who are well, I don't know what the word is, trying try on our kids, uh, on on the social media and stuff like that.
0: Yes, yeah, cyber, cyber, cyber bullying, cyber, um, how do they, uh, grooming and so forth. Yes, go ahead, Bongani.
2: Yeah, yeah those those kind of things. Uh, I'm thinking because in the end, they end up these young girls end up in the hands of these mm. old men who who pride on them on, on these social networks. Yes. So I'm just asking the lady there is is there any sort of uh, a way that if you see that somebody is doing such a thing on these social networks uh, a way of reporting and that thing end up being prosecuted prosecuted or something yes. like that. Yes yes. So that's the kind of question that I have.
0: All right Bongani please listen on the radio I just want to take one more call and then she'll answer your question too. Sandile is in uh, yeah hi Sandile where are you?
3: uh Sandy Lezung, I'm right here in joining
0: hey Sandy Lezung, good evening to you sir. go ahead. What is on uh, your mind
3: good, good evening i I have a lot of respect for the women women you have on the show yes uh I have the advantage of having known her for for quite a long time yes um she she carries my best wishes with uh, women forward yes i think um for example, the appointment of the new commissioner for sales. Yes. It was quite interesting that <clears throat> uh, in today's papers, uh, both on Business Report and Business Day, Yes. Um, such an important assignment uh, which led to the appointment of Edward uh, Kisvetter. Yes. Um, you know, women are appendages. Yes. Uh, they talk about the selection committee comprising of Dennis Davids, Ishmael, Mamoniad. Um, it's very silent on the role of people like Angela Bester, mm-hmm. Mabasu Koyana, Tandi Olaym. Yes. Um, yet, if it was a controversial appointment, uh, the first people cited uh, who have been part of the panel will have been women. Yes. Uh, so there's a very important role for Women forward to really... Uh, put that agenda of women empowerment, among other things, uh, on the front banner.
0: Do you think rapists should be, should be castrated?
3: Um, I, I think, the, 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 you know, it, it, it's very unfortunate that um, the latter part of your discussion with Nana is dominated by a controversial issue like this. There are much bigger issues. Yeah, but I'm asking you, Sandile,
0: that. do you think that rapists should be castrated?
3: hundred percent. Good, thank you I very think, much. I, I think I think the violence against women is a very important issue.
0: Okay, <laughs> Sandile in uh, in uh oh, don't even know where Sandile is at the moment. Sandile Zuma is the chairperson of the Black Business, uh, is it the business Black Business Council? I'm not really sure. He's just had a bit of a, a run-in with uh, the other guy. What is his name? Um, oh, I forget what his name now. Silo is in Centurion. Hi, Silo.
1: Yes, um, uh, I just want to ask a quick question. Yeah. Um, I'm
3: actually idling. I want to uh, send my vote to my sister there. Eh? Yeah, but I still got some few questions. Yes. I mean, one, one, the huge question about the issue of
1: uh, 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 immigration. Yes, the influx of foreign nationals to South Africa. My sister, I just want to know your stand on that issue. Excellent. Uh, since you are aware that uh, South Africans are now Losing opportunities, business opportunities, job, and empre- I mean, employment opportunities in the expense of foreign nationals. illegal or legal.
0: What Sel- is your policy when coming to that? Silo is in Centurion. It's, no, no. it's interesting that most of the people that call all of the people that call today were men, and they are absolutely behind you, uh, including very, very powerful business people like Sandy Lezungo. Um, what do you say to them in, in a general sense? Because we've only got one more minute left.
1: Oh, my goodness. No, I really appreciate the input from the gentlemen. And as I actually said earlier on, we, we, we have gentlemen working with us who are supporting, yeah. you know, the because they want us to rebuild our communities. Yeah. But what I would actually like to, to add uh, is that the issue of women sitting in the board, that I think uh, Sandy was alluding to, yes. I think is also very primary in that, they are a resource that will assist us in transforming South Africa and they're usually marginalized. Yes. And some of the people that you actually mentioned are the people that are very close. Uh, we are very close to because their frustrations are also our frustrations. Yes. Because wherever women are, where they're supposed to make an impact, they are usually uh, more or less use their funds
3: yes.
1: instead of actually using their strength to make sure that we transform South Africa. Yep. Therefore, we're on the same page. But on the issue of immigration, on the issue of the migrants that you actually have, it's very unfortunate that South Africa is not able to manage its own immigration policies the way it's intended. Yeah. Remember, there are people who, have, who actually seek asylum, and they are supposed to get it through the proper channels. But because our systems are not responding very well to the flood of the people who are coming into the country, we end up with the problem that you actually have. Mm. For us right now, the main point is the fact that we find starving children Mothers who are absolutely abused because of the fact that they managed to go through our borders. Once they are here, remember they're on the South African soil. Mm. We cannot have a reputation where their children would die simply because they are called foreign children. Mm. Children are children. Mothers, when they are raised, they are raised in South Africa, Mm. if you understand. Therefore, for us, it becomes very important to protect those mothers even when they actually are not... You know, a, a documented. What is important for us to make sure that they go through the tunnels so that they are able to be documented and get protection for their children in a proper manner.
0: And then, of course, the whole issue of uh, cyber baiting children. Um, so and
1: sure that, yeah. one is, yeah. that one is as serious as that one of rape. if one can. Because the kids who are bullied, they end up, some of them, particularly if they, if they are young men, they become angry just like the men who are bullying them. Remember, the issue of, of violence does not only affect uh, women. It also affects the young boys who end up being bullied. And you actually have those cyber bullies. It becomes more sophisticated. And it ends up coming back to our communities. Therefore, then, the very same sentences that were asking to be meted against the rapists should be, or abusers rather, let me put it like that, should be needed out what the people are actually cyberboarding. You know, how do people follow you, Sisnana? Sorry?
3: sorry?
0: Uh, we've run out of time. Uh, how do people follow you? I'm sorry. In other words, how do people get a hold of you? Or do you have a,
3: oh,
1: yes, a have number? Facebook, a, social yes. Platforms. <laughs> yes. On, 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 on all the social platforms, we are on uh, a, 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 a Facebook, Twitter, yeah. everywhere. And you what, and a, and what a, would be
0: a... a what would be your preferred social platform, and give it to us so that people can follow you? Facebook and, uh, is the
1: best. Facebook and Twitter are the best. Yes, at the moment. And what people is what is the address? People. Women forward. Women forward. Okay. Uh, you actually women forward.
0: in I understand. Nanango All the best for you. Thank you very much for joining us.
1: Thank you so much. Much
0: appreciated. Uh, sorry, um, apologies to Eyewitness News. It's two minutes after midnight.